In the name of Jesus, you know who it is. It's yours truly, lead pastor of Jesus Christ for All Nations Church, Prophet Timothy Long. It is another commander morning. I'm excited to have you all on here. Come on in. Do me a favor right now as you're coming on in. I need you to share. I need you to hit the share button. Contact your family and friends, all of your followers on social media. Let them know that I'm on and get ready to hear the word of the Lord on commander morning. We have been having an awesome, awesome time here at the church. Oh my God, the Lord has been doing so much great things in this season. We've been building and we've been doing great things for the kingdom of God and the Lord been moving mightily in our services. Just so overwhelmed. Yesterday's service was amazing. Look, I encourage you to keep your notifications on. Each time we're in the church, God give us grace. Hallelujah. So listen, today we're going to hear the mind of God concerning the Christian mind. 
going to be talking to you about the Christian mind today. But before we do anything, we have to start with prayer. Then we'll move in our declarations. And then we'll hear thus saith the word of the Lord for you today. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for this beautiful day. You've given us love. You've given us so much to be thankful for. If we had 10,000 tongues, Jesus, we could not thank you enough. We thank you now, Father, for everything. And we thank you for a brand new mercy this morning. Holy Spirit, we ask that as your word come forth, give us clarity, insight, and revelation this morning so we can walk and grow in dim greater dimensions of favor and glory with you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Now listen, repeat after me. Say, in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that today I'm abundantly blessed. Yes. Say, in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that I am the head and not the tail. I am above only and never beneath. Hallelujah. One more. Say, in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that today the blessings and the goodness and the love of Christ is upon my life all day in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. All right, let's get into it. We're going to talk about today the Christian mind. I'm going to give you four scriptures that will help transform you into the mind of Christ or help transform your mind into his mind. The Bible teaches us that the mind of Christ should be the believer's mind. Your mind should be Christ's mind, not your mind. Your mind needs to be transformed. According to the word of the Lord, it comes in uh, Romans 12 and 1. Paul says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed, verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of what? Your mind. So we must understand transformation does not come from any other place except here, the mind. Hallelujah. Yes, you can transform your body, but if your mind is still the same, you're going to still get the same results of your life. So the word of God comes to transform our mind, but not just any mind, not just any intelligence, not just any consciousness, but the mind and the consciousness of the creator of all things, which is Jesus Christ. That is the mind of the believer. So let me give you some scriptures today to help you excel and to grow and to captivate the mind of Christ. Look at Matthew chapter number 22, verse 37. Jesus is speaking. Matthew, first scripture is Matthew 22. God bless everybody for joining. Love you all. Come on in. I'm getting the notifications that you're on. Hallelujah. So it says, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with your heart, with all your heart rather, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. Jesus said, love him with all of your heart, soul, and mind. That's Matthew 23, 22, verse 37. I want you to understand when you give your all to the Lord, can't give him half, you got to give him your all. When you give him your all, then this is when transformation of your mind comes. Once you give him all of, all of your care, all of your heart desire, all of your focus, and you love him with every, every fiber of your being, then he transforms, he gives you a supernatural consciousness. When God sees you enjoying his fellowship, 
his time together. When God sees you excited, enjoying that, he comes and releases supernatural gifts. And one of the graces that he gives is himself, which is his mind, his mind, his reasoning on things. You'll begin to start conversating like God. You'll begin to start understanding like God. You'll begin to start judging and handling things like God. Hallelujah. Yes, the Bible does teach the Christian to judge. I don't know where in the world we get this mess from. People talking about don't judge me. You're not supposed to judge me as a Christian. Christian. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Oh, yeah. Put that in the chat, chat room. <laughs> yes, I am. As a Christian, I'm supposed to judge. Righteous judgment. I'm, what is judgment anyway? It's discerning. I have the ability to discern, to judge, to know the essence, the source of a thing. So God gives that ability to Christian. As a believer, when you have the mind of Christ, you're going to have his consciousness. And you're going to find yourself dividing things. You're going to find yourself separating things. Yes, you will. You're going to separate clean from unclean. Holy from unholy, righteous from unrighteous, just from unjust. You're going to separate these frequencies and you're going to bring your life into an alignment with those principles. You're going to bring your life into alignment and God gives you that consciousness. Hallelujah. Okay, next uh, next scripture. Philippians chapter number 2 verse 1. I'm not going to be long this morning. But Philippians chapter 2 verse 1 says this. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? These are questions coming from the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 2 verse 1. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Is there any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? And of course, the answer is nothing but yes. These are the things that manifest when you are fellowship and communion with Christ. You experience his love, his character, his love, his tenderness, and it transforms you. You begin to mirror, mirror rather, and mimic what you're receiving in the spirit from Christ. Hallelujah. So now your mind has become a compassionate mind. You're becoming more thoughtful in your family, in your community, with your with your children or with your co-workers or whoever. You're becoming more thoughtful. You're becoming more compassionate. You're becoming more peaceable. That's a transfer in the spirit once you love in Christ like that. You see what I'm saying? I hope this is getting, getting in your spirit this morning. Let's move on to the next one. Our third scripture is 1 Peter chapter number 1, verse 13. It says this, Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13. Prepare your minds for actions and be sober-minded. Set your hope fully on the grace of Christ. So it's important as a believer that we become sober-minded. And I'm not, not talking about just with influences of drugs or alcohol or anything. You need to have a sound consciousness, a sober mind, know how to reason and handle things under pressure. A, a, a sober consciousness, a peaceable mind. 
you got to get to the point as a believer, you got to be like Jesus on the boat sleeping in the middle of a hurricane, knocked out. You got to have that type of peace in your mind that people cannot figure you out. It takes time to develop, but the more you spend time with Christ, he distributes that grace to your mind. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go uh, number four. First Peter chapter five, verse eight says this, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walketh about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So you gotta stay on point in your mind if you're gonna see the tactics of the enemy or protect yourself from the wild of the enemy. You gotta stay on point and be sober. You gotta stay alert. Because soon as you caught slipping with your guards down too much on your mind or so emotionally distressed, that's when the enemy is going to roar at you and he's going to devour you instantly because your mind is not sound in peace. See, it's so important that your mind is in a peaceable consciousness because if your mind is in a peaceable consciousness, you're able to handle anything that comes your way. When your mind is there in a peaceable state like Christ, Christ had the ability. Man, look, there is, there is, the, the Bible is full in the gospel of encounters that G, pe people had with Jesus with situations. And how the way Christ would handle situations, he was a master at it. Matter of fact, he's a master because he's God. <laughs> because he's God. There was a particular scripture that comes to mind now that they tried to set Jesus up in the scriptures by sending spies to him, acting like they was righteous men, to try to trip Jesus up in his teaching, to see whether or not he was going to say something contrary to the law of Moses. But Jesus had an ability so peculiar that he would perceive your thoughts. He knew what they plotted against him. His mind was so at peace that he could discern and see right through people. That is an ability. If you want to see the enemy, the wolves and sheep clothing, then you need to have Christ's mind. Because when you have the peace of mind like Christ, you can hear what people don't want you to hear. And you can see what people are saying when they're really not saying something with their words. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you, can, you can read between the lines. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. You can read between the lines and see what people are saying when you have Christ's mind. It's a discernment frequency that hit strongly. Hallelujah. Okay, let's move on. Last one is Philippians chapter number four, verse seven through eight. Philippians chapter, thank you all for joining. Love you all. Put this in the chat room. Philippians chapter number four, verse seven and eight says this. Then you will experience the Experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. <laughs> yes, sir. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true, what is honorable, what is right, what is pure, what is lovely, what is admirable. Think on these things that are worthy of praise, of excellent praise. That's Philippians chapter number four, verse seven. So a believer's mind is not supposed to be filled up with anxious thoughts, fearful thoughts, angry thoughts, lustful thoughts. No, insecure thoughts. The, the believer's mind is supposed to be filled with this as the apostle Paul taught. He said, look, whatsoever things are true, just, honest, good, joying, peaceable things should be at the frontal lobe of a believer's mind. 
peace, serenity, serenity rather, harmony, joy, the joy of the Lord. Scripture should be in your mind. Sims, worship songs. Have you ever woke up in the morning and God give you a song in your mind, in your heart? It's in your spirit. You woke up and you got a melody in your heart. You're just singing unto the Lord. A built-in radio in your, in your spirit. Singing to the Lord. That's how a Christian mind supposed to function. Because in that type of mind, you're going to be misunderstood. Which is a great thing. Hallelujah. It's a great thing. God gives you a peace that people cannot figure you out. And you might even come across some people like this that they would, they would get angry at you because you're not acting like they're acting. Because you're peaceable while they're crazy. The peace of God makes people confused about you. Hallelujah. God gives you the peace that passes all understanding. And you won't be able to understand it neither. How in the world I'm so cool and calm over this situation? You know, a couple of years ago, same scenario, you would have been in jail. <laughs> but this year, or this scenario, same scenario, but different mind, look at you. You're peaceable. You can handle things. Now, you be honest with yourself. You know if somebody that did something to you back in the day. Now, y'all looking at me on here. Some of y'all can call your names out on here. Y'all know I know y'all on here. Because, you know, some of you guys, come on, y'all know, back in the day, you would have went off. But God has made a dramatic change in your life. You're not, you're not as angry how you used to be. You're not as confrontational how you used to be. God has put a work on you. He's doing a work in your life. Hallelujah. You're not, you're not as spontaneous. No, 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 no. You're not as spontaneous or rambunctious as you used to be. God is making you more peaceable, more cool, calm, and collective. He's doing a work in you. God has been transforming you. Hallelujah. That's awesome. So let me just do another recap. Matthew chapter number 22, verse 33 is our first scripture. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. This is how your mind becomes transformed when you give him all of your heart and surrender. Then he will give you the ability to have his consciousness and understanding. Number two, Philippians chapter two, verse one. If there's any encouragement from belonging to Christ, is there any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in spirit? Are our hearts tender and compassionate? And number three was first uh, Peter chapter number one, verse 13. Therefore, preparing your minds for actions, being sober, set your hope fully on the grace that you will be brought to at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And first Peter chapter number five, verse eight, be sober, be vigilant, cause because your adversary, the devil, walketh about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Hallelujah. And last one, Philippians chapter four, verse seven and eight. Whatsoever things are true, honest, good report, think on these things. I want to encourage all of you right now, listen. We're all in work in progress. Hallelujah. We are all a work in progress. The grace is available for us to become like Christ. We need the grace. Nobody can do it upon their own. So as we need the grace of Christ, I want to encourage you right now to call upon that grace. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, it says, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace that we might find help in time of need. I want to pray this prayer with you right now that we're going to pray, God, 
help us transform. We're going to ask God for his mind. We're going to ask God for a peace of mind. And we're going to ask God for a transfer of glory throughout our families and peace and harmony to start functioning first where? In our mind. As I pray this prayer for you, I want you to be in agreement by stretching your hands towards your TV screen or your computer or your phone or whatever you're watching me at. Stretch your hand towards me. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I pray this day that you transform our minds. We're praying and asking for your peace that pass all understanding. We're asking for your discerning abilities. We're asking for your ways to maneuver, to understand clarification. We're asking for your response tactics, God. Sometimes the way that we respond, we respond with the first thought that comes to our mind. But God, since we have your mind now, we want your thought process. We want your response factor. Give us a filter, Holy Ghost, in our minds. Give us a filter to process how we ought to respond, how we ought to talk, how we ought to think, how we ought to live. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God, that your mind will be our portion this day. That we will have your mind, Christ, and walk in the spirit. And not fulfill the lust of the flesh. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Listen. We're going to sow uh, Matthew 22 today. Hallelujah. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Hallelujah. Let's get a $22 seed. You can go to the screen here. The connection is here. The cash app is uh, JC Fan. Uh, dollar sign JC Fan 1. For the cash app for the church, or you can go to our website, prophettimothylawministries.com, and sow your seed there. Today, we're gonna sow the seed, the mind of Christ. We want the mind of Christ. A $22 seed, or you can do whatever you can, but just connect. I know the law of sowing and reaping. Let me tell you, it's, it's a spiritual law that cannot be broken. And surely you're sowing here on good ground at Jesus Christ for All Nations Church. Hallelujah. Well, I love you today. I'm praying for you. I hope I have given you something. Well, I know I have because I've given you the word of God. And I know that the word of God is the best thing I ever have. And I know that the word of God is the best thing that can ever happen to you. So I know today something that was said that has been transformable in your life. I love you all so much. It's been a pleasure and my honor to sit here with you this morning on Commander Morning and give you the mind of God and give you his counsel. My name is Prophet Timothy Long. I love you all today. Continue to pray and worship Jesus. The possibilities are endless. I want you to have a great day. Jesus love you. And guess what? Prophet Long does too. Shalom.